Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Exodus 32.1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Exodus 32.1. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Waiting has a tendency to reveal cracks in our faith and false beliefs regarding God's character, his power, his heart towards us, and his ability and his desire to care for us. I cover this in depth in Holy Love's Becoming His Princess Bible Study. You can download an e-copy for free from the Holy Love website. That's W-H-O-L-L-Y, Holy Love. Or you can purchase a print copy for $5. The more vulnerable we feel, the more those cracks in our faith and the more our doubts are revealed. The question is, how will we respond during those times? Will we seek God and his perspective? Will we ask him to reveal himself for who he truly is? Or will we give in to our fear and try to find security in something else? If you're familiar with scripture, you may know this story. This was early in ancient Israel's history before they had officially become a nation. After 400 years of slavery, God sent a man named Moses to liberate his people from Egypt, their oppressors, using a series of miracles first through 10 plagues that proved the impotency of the Egyptian gods, then imparting a body of water so that the Israelites could escape an approaching army, allowing them to walk across the Red Sea on dry land. Now, prior to this, the people might not have known a whole lot about God. They'd probably heard about him, stories passed down through generations, but they had spent 400 years in a pagan land. And based on their behavior in Exodus chapter 32, they had adopted some, maybe even a lot, 
of the beliefs of that culture. They were following God out of captivity and to the promised land, but they carried a lot of their false beliefs with them. You see, the quote-unquote gods the Egyptians worshipped were unpredictable and selfish, and so the people expected the one true God to behave in the same way. And I don't think they realized how deep those deceptions, those false perceptions and beliefs ran in their souls. In fact, prior to this mountain experience, in Exodus 19, verse 8, they had expressed confidence in their commitment to God and their ability to remain faithful to him. But then, mere months after their liberation, they reached Mount Sinai, the place where God came down and met with Moses. Exodus 19 verses 16 to 19 tells us that there was thunder and lightning and a thick cloud covered the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast could be heard. Everyone in the camp trembled. Picking up in verse 17, continuing through verse 19, we read, Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. As the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. That was an awe-inspiring moment, an irrefutable God moment, one that could have, that should have driven the people to deeper faith. I mean, the God who had rescued them, who was bringing them to himself, his beloved people made himself known in such a powerful way. And had they a more accurate view of God, they probably would have responded with worship, with amazement and enduring faith. It was the enduring part that got them, the waiting. When Moses didn't return according to their expectations, according to their timetable, they doubted. They probably assumed one of three things, either that something had happened to Moses and God didn't do anything to protect him, which, if true, would mean that God wasn't all powerful, that God himself had done something to Moses, which, if true, would mean that God wasn't all loving and benevolent, or that Moses had, in essence, walked off into the sun with God, meaning that God had taken his leader and abandoned the people, which, if true, would indicate that God wasn't faithful. Consider these people were those whom he miraculously and personally redeemed, the people he was bringing to himself. In other words, he had demonstrated that he was a God of power, of might, and of pursuing love, not one of impotence or indifference, which seems to be how they viewed him. And so they began to trust in something else, an idol made by human hands. I wonder if perhaps we're not all that different from the Israelites. Jesus, God the Son, came to us personally and in a powerful and irrefutable and oh, so loving way. He bore our sins and he died in our place to liberate us from our slavery to sin. And then he rose again victorious, proving through his death and resurrection that he loves us, that he comes to us, that he removes the barriers that stand between us and that he is focused always on our freedom. Our fears lie to us, and they can cause us to forget who Christ really is. They can cause us to forget his power, his heart, his ability and desire to care for us. But here's something so beautiful. By revealing these falsehoods, by revealing these cracks and these doubts, our fears can drive us to deeper and a more accurate faith. The next time I'm afraid, I want to pause and to prayerfully consider what my fears are proclaiming regarding God. And then I want to invite him to do a deep work within me, uprooting the lies and the deception 
and anchoring me in his inconceivable power and immovable love and grace. And I invite you to join me in that. And for those who maybe have not encountered Jesus personally, I invite you to do that as well. Jesus came to earth. God the Son came to earth as a man. He put on flesh. He bore our sins upon himself. He paid the penalty you and I deserve to reconcile us to the Father, to restore our relationship with the creator of our souls, and to enable us to live in a deep and personal relationship with him. And we experience that relationship when we trust in him, when we believe he is who he says he is, and he did what he said he did. If you are ready to live in that close relationship, that dependent relationship with Jesus Christ, I invite you to pray now, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the sinless son of God. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you paid the penalty that I deserve. I believe that you provided a bridge for me to have a close relationship with my creator, God. And I believe that you rose from the dead. I believe that you broke the chains of sin holding me. And I believe that you offer me the gift of eternal life that starts today. Lord Jesus, I yield my life to you. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. It is in the name of your Son, Lord Jesus, that I pray. Amen. And to all of us, I invite us all to pray for a deeper connection, a deeper trust in Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me again? Holy Father, thank you that you are so loving and so faithful that you see those places in our heart where doubts have taken root and you see the freedom that you are calling us to. Lord, when fears arise, help us to pause. Help us to seek you in our fears. Help us to sit with you to wait on you and to trust that you will answer. May we not see our fear as as something to be ashamed of or something to feel guilty about, but instead as avenues to deeper faith, a deeper faith that you are always inviting us to. Just like you came down on that mountain to meet with Moses, you come down each day to meet with us. Remind us of that and help us every day to know your heart, to know your love and to trust your care. It is in the name of your Son, our Savior, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.